You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. It's Monday, July 19th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. Apartment financing will likely increase in the second half of 2021. Rent prices are soaring in Oregon and the U.S. as a whole. U.S. claims top spot for foreign investors list for commercial real estate in 2021. And finally, we will be discussing how the U.S. market landscape is changing as newly listed homes surpass 2019 levels. We'll be back with the details on these stories and more in just a moment. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the real estate and construction law firm of Baljanic LLP. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. Fannie and Freddie apartment financing will most likely heat up in the second half of 2021. New business volume from the Federal National Mortgage Association and the Federal Home Loan Corp, better known as Fannie and Freddie, have been subdued, particularly in the second quarter this year. The Biden administration replaced Mark Calabra last month with a temporary new head to the Federal Housing Finance Agency which regulates Fannie and Freddie. Under Calabra's tenure, the companies had seen their multifamily lending capabilities reduced. The ceiling for each was capped at $70 billion for 2021, a reduction that followed previous downward cap revisions in 2019 and 18. The multifamily market is coming off its second highest quarter transaction volume this century, according to CoStar data. Preliminary sale numbers placed transaction volumes at more than $40.6 billion, The only second quarter tally that was higher came in 2019. The total multifamily deal volume in the first half of 2021 also matches the record high in the first half of 2019, and it surpasses the total amount of trades that were closed in 2020, according to the CoStar data. Fannie and Freddie Mac's market share is likely to increase because the current administration will be looking to utilize it to increase access to credit and availability of affordable housing. Apartment List is reporting that Portland rents have increased 1.7% over last month and is currently up 2.5% year-over-year. Medium rents stand at $1,197 for a one-bedroom unit, while Oregon's year-over-year rents are up 3.7% overall. The report shows the following rent growth in the specific areas. Hillboro is up 4.4% from May and June and 16.9% year-over-year. Beaverton's up 2.4% from May to June and 11% year-over-year. Bend year-over-year rents are up 31.5%. Eugene rents up 1.6% in May and June and 8.5% year-over-year. Vancouver, Washington is up 2% from May to June and 15.4% year-over-year. Nationally, rents are starting to surge in many parts of the country as the economy reopens and young people return rapidly to the cities. On top of the influx of millennials and Gen Z renters coming back after staying with family or friends, people who can work from anywhere are still relocating to lower-cost cities. And the hot home sales market has caused some baby boomers to sell their family homes and rent again now that their kids are grown. Nationwide, rent prices are up 7.5% this year, three times higher than normal according to the data from Apartments.com. Analysts expect the rent prices to keep climbing for the foreseeable future, a major burden for renters and a warning sign that higher inflation could linger far longer than the White House and Federal Reserve keep predicting. Demand for two particular types of rentals is especially high, single-family homes and apartments in smaller cities that have less inventory. Rents for single-family homes are growing at the fastest pace in 15 years, according to data from CoreLogic. Parts of the country that used to be considered affordable are suddenly experiencing the kind of rent frenzy 
with bidding wars and surging prices that have only previously been known in megacities like San Francisco and New York. The U.S. market claims the top spot for foreign investors for commercial real estate in 2021. The pandemic led to shifts in space usage among different types of properties, prompting speculation last year that the U.S. commercial real estate might become less attractive to foreign investors. But the latest survey, underwritten by Holland Partner Group for the Association of Foreign Investors in Real Estate, known as AFIRE, shows the investors have high interest in investing in U.S. commercial properties in coming years. About three in four investors plan to increase their U.S. real estate allocations in the next three to five years, with Europe, United Kingdom, and Asian Pacific regions also set up for further investment. Also, U.S. investment allocation by non-U.S.-based investors is forecast to increase about 71% over the next three to five years, just behind the expected allocation of about 79% for U.S. investors. The investor survey plan to increase their allocations more in multifamily and industrial properties than other commercial real estate types in the next three to five years. Overall, investor optimism is reflected by growing interest in secondary and tertiary U.S. markets. Seattle was ranked number six as one of the cities to most likely get foreign investment in 2021. And we are starting to see some shifts in the U.S. housing market. Although it's expected to favor sellers for the foreseeable future, several key indicators suggest that the wild housing market may soon start to cool off, at least for a little bit. Recent data from Seattle-based Redfin Corp found the number of homes newly listed for sale surpassed 2019 levels during the four-week period that ended July 4th. That's the first time this year that's happened. Home buying demand has also recently tapered off. According to pending sales data, provided by Redfin's Home Buyer Demand Index and the Mortgage Banker Association survey of the number of mortgage applications. Realtor.com found similar indications in its June housing market report. Newly listed homes were up 5.5% nationally year over year and 11.7% higher in large metro areas during that same time period. Although pending home sales were up 17% year over year, Redfin says it was the smallest increase in almost a year since the four-week period ending July 19, 2020. Pending sales were down 6% from the four-week period ending May 30th, compared to a 3% decrease in the same period in 2019. It will be interesting to see how this new shift in newly listed homes that are surpassing 2019 levels already will affect the market in the months to come. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. The next interview will be with Del Star, president of J.R. Johnson on best practices for multifamily owners in obtaining bids and work projects. HFO TV interviews are available on our website and our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.